ladies and gentlemen, welcome once again to the Grand Slam Podcast. This is episode 18. We're back talking some baseball. Hope you guys had a good off season, enjoyed your holidays and everything. We're back here, ready to talk some more baseball. I'm your host, Moneymaker Chris, and joined as always by the one and only Mr. Jay Giles. Jay, how you doing, man? Doing good, Chris. Doing good. Happy to be back uh, doing this show. Um, like we were talking about before we got started, uh, time flies really fast or uh, whatnot. Seems like we just ended the show and now we're back uh, for another season. It really does, man. Like I said, it seems like we were just talking about the World Series and the end of the season. Here we are back again, ready for another, another season of the podcast, another baseball season, man. Yeah. Cool, cool. Um, quite a few things here to discuss here tonight. Um, you ready to get started? Yes, sir. All right, we're going to jump right into this. The elephant in the room, the hot topic in sports, the hot topic in baseball. We're talking about the Astros cheating scandal. This has been a huge ordeal, one of the biggest things that's happened since we last did the show. And I'm um, just going over some of my notes here, how this whole thing got started they said there's been speculation like some teams have been speculating about the Astros and their cheating you know throughout baseball for like the past several years but they recently um did an investigation um it was first reported from a couple guys from the um, athletic back in uh, November of last year uh, Ken Rosenthal and Evan uh, Relich they first reported about this you know cheating scandal going on with the Astros and one of their former pitchers from back in 2007, uh, Mike Fires, was the one who reported to the Athletic and kind of was kind of breaking down basically what was going on, like how they were using the video camera in center field to film in the um, opposing catcher's um, signs from um, from center field, um, the pitching signs and relating back to the pitcher. And it said a lot of um, staffers were watching the live camera feed in the dugout and were singing to the batter like what pitching stuff was coming. And this opened an investigation from Major League Baseball, and they were able to actually confirm that this was going on. And like I said, this was during the 2017 and 2018 season, right around the time they had won, the, just recently had won the World Series in that time period too. So as a result of this, their general manager, Jeff Lunau, and field manager, A.J. Hinch, were both suspended and fired from the team. Indefinitely, and also some of the Red Sox were involved in some of the investigation too. I haven't heard too much about exactly like their involvement. I think they're still investigating them, but right now the Astros are the main ones that are like the focus of this mm. whole situation. And their manager, he lost his job as well as um, Carlos Beltran, who played for the Astros during that time period. He lost his job. He Mets had just signed him during the off season, and he ended up losing his job too. So now they have a new general manager. I'm new, not general manager. New um manager, uh, Luis uh, Rojos, and um Dusty Baker used to be the Nationals manager, is with the um mm-hmm. with the um Astros right now. But this is a huge mess, man. I mean, we really haven't we haven't really talked too much about it, you know, me and you. But um, what are your yeah. thoughts on this whole whole situation, man? Because this is a huge, huge mess, man. Huge mess. I I, I mean, it okay. So. The fact that when they first said this, it, it initially got me to thinking about the most recent, um, you know, type of cheating scandal, which, of course, you know, Spygate, mm-hmm. you know, that happened with the Patriots, with the Jets and all that type of stuff um, and everything. And it it feels very similar to that, mm-hmm. especially with the whole thing of using, you know, the center field camera 
to steal signs and everything. But at the same time, I'm like, well, I'm pretty sure they're not the only one that's that's doing this, but they just might be the only one that's that's gotten caught. Exactly. And I mean, I mean, not including the steroid, you know, era or whatnot, but as far as cheating goes, I mean, of course you have the whole going back years past. You have the whole Pete Rose, you know, uh, betting scandal, betting scandal and everything, mm-hmm. right? You, you had that, and then if you're gonna go way, way back to the whole, you know, the Black Sox, you yeah, know, yeah, that I whole talked thing, about that. Yep. Mm-hmm. right? Which they even made a movie about and everything. So it. It's like okay, as far as the cheating goes, this this is something that hasn't happened in what over thirty plus years. Mm-hmm. Um, as far as cheating goes, when it comes to like this, like just strictly true cheating. Well, I, I shouldn't say true cheating, but the true definition of cheating, I should say. Right. <clears throat> um, but it, 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 it's 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 a it's a crazy thing. The fact that it's the Astros, and then it kind of makes you wonder, like, oh. Well, maybe this is the reason why they, you know, all of a sudden became like one of the hottest teams mm-hmm. in baseball because of this. So mm-hmm. it's mm-hmm. it's a lot of it's a lot of factors to it. It, it really is. What it, it I don't know. It's it's kind of crazy. It really is, man. It's a huge mess. And like, what's I mean, what's next for them? Because I think regardless of what happens, this is gonna be a hard thing for them to overcome. Because if they start losing, everybody's gonna be like, uh huh. See, they were cheating. That's the only reason they were winning because they were cheating and they were stealing signals. But if they would start winning again, people going to say, oh, you know, that, that's not right. Those guys are about to treat us. So, I mean, it's like, you know, you're damned if you do, you're damned if you don't. So, it's like, you know, what's how can they overcome this? How do you feel they're going to – you think they're going to overcome this anytime soon? Or is this going to be things that's going to linger on for, like, years and years and years with them? Yeah. Um, yeah. So, I think this season is going to be a little rough for them or whatnot because it's going to be the pretty much the only thing that's talked about in regards to them. Mm-hmm. Um. You know, going forward, like you said, whether they winning or losing, is gonna be kind of spinned either way. Or if they win, then oh, you know, you know they they maybe they still cheating or whatnot. If they losing, oh, well, they couldn't win because they wasn't cheating. So, and the fact that Dusty Baker has taken over the team now, who I mean, we both pretty much fans of Dusty Baker yeah, anyway. Okay. Mm-hmm. I, I I feel like he's gonna be he's put into a tough position. Oh, definitely. Um, I feel for him. Yeah, I mean, he's not a he's not a young manager anymore. No, so he's not. He's in his like seventies. He's an older manager. Yeah, and it's like it's like damn. It's like really, why, why, why they had to get why why Dusty why Dusty has to be the one to have to deal with this mess, mm-hmm. you know? So it, it, it's gonna be rough for them this season, I think. Especially already um, in spring training, they kind of been taking some, you know. Some some lumps anyway. Cause yeah, I'm been... just going to mention already in the spring training game they've been taking they've been getting you know hit by some pitches. I think like seven times I think it's happened so far. This spring training. Yeah. Game. So so is that going to be an ongoing thing throughout the course of the season or whatnot? It's like yeah, uh, it just it's, it's just a complete mess. I mean, it's good for us to talk about. Oh yeah, but... definitely because it's content to talk about, especially though we're doing a show like this. We definitely <laughs> have stuff to talk about now. <laughs> yeah, but but still, I mean. I'm pretty sure any other one of the teams could easily be in their position. So, oh, yeah. yeah. Definitely, it, definitely. 
And can you imagine what's that gonna be for them on the when they go on the road? I mean, the boobies and stuff they're gonna get. I mean, it's, it's gonna be a it's gonna be rough for them in general, but especially when they go on the road, I think it's really gonna be you know you're gonna see some of the effects. Especially if you go to certain cities, certain markets, yeah, you know, they're gonna get a real tough time. Especially if they go to like a New York or like Chicago, where you got those real like kind of rambunctious type crowds. I mean, you yeah, yeah, it's gonna be like I said, it's gonna be tough for them this season. So. Yeah, well, I mean, you know, you, you you cheat and you know do stuff like this, and you get caught. You gotta you gotta take what was coming to you. So you really do. Now they said the Red Sox were involved in this. Well, have you heard anything about like their involvement? I really haven't heard. Everybody's been focusing on the Astros. Have you heard anything about like how the Red Sox have played a role in any of this? No, I, I mean I don't understand that. And then of course the whole thing where uh, Big Poppy David Ortiz he came out talking about uh, somebody was a snitch and everything. And it's like, well, well how the hell are the Red Sox are mixed up in this? That's I don't what know. I, was so, I, I, I didn't understand that. Yeah, it, like I say, it, it's just a big. It's like it's like a big soap opera right now. Pretty so. much. Pretty much. So. I'm sure that's something we're definitely going to be talking about throughout the, throughout the course of the season. How this yeah. plays out for the Astros. So this is def- like I said, for people else like us doing a show like this, it's definitely, you know, it's something, you know, that gives us content throughout the course of the season, basically. <laughs> mm-hmm. So, um, anything else on that at the Astros cheating scandal? Anything else on that before we move on? Well, just hope they don't do it again. That's all I gotta say. Yeah, hopefully, hopefully they learn from this. Hopefully, other teams learn from this too. If they, you know, do anything that's kind of shady under the table, hopefully they, you know, rethink their, rethink what they're doing. Yeah. Okay, so um, a lot of moves happen during the off season. You know, with trades and uh, free agency and stuff. A lot of you know, new faces and new places and. Especially for the pitchers, this is a good off season for a lot of the pitchers. Um, just got some of the moves here on my phone here. Um, Madison Bumgarner, he's with the Diamondbacks now. He used to be with the Giants. He got a five-year deal, eighty-five million dollars. Um, Zach Wheeler, he got a five-year deal with the White Sox for one hundred eighteen million dollars. Of course, um, from the Nationals, Steven Strasburg is back with the Nationals on a seven-year. $245 million deal. Uh, Garrett Cole is going to the Yankees on a $324 million deal. Mm. Those are some of the big pitching moves. And, of course, you know, Anthony Rendon is going to the Angels out there with Mike Trout and the guys on a seven-year, $245 million deal with the Angels. Um, Josh um, Donaldson signed a four-year, $92 million deal with the Twins. Uh, let's see. There was a big trade between the Dodgers and Red Sox with Mookie Betts and David Price. They heading out there to uh, with Magic and the Dodgers. So a lot of big moves this offseason. Uh, many thoughts on any of these moves and this big money going around? That's a, that's a lot of money for some of these guys now. Well, the biggest takeaway from that for me is that I probably should have continued to play baseball when I was younger. Same <laughs> so, <laughs> Me too, man. With that kind of money, I should have definitely from. stuck with baseball. Most definitely, man. Yeah. Like I said, that, that's my biggest takeaway. I should have continued to play baseball when I was a kid. And who knows? Maybe I could be in the major leagues. But, um, but I mean – well, I should ask you, how, how do you, because we did, did discuss, discuss a little bit about um, Anthony Rendon, mm-hmm. um, you know, before we came back for the show. But how do you feel personally about him, you know, leaving and now he's going, you know, out west one way? 
That's going to be a tough one for us because it was coming. It's not like it going to come down between him and Strasburg. They act like they weren't going to be able to keep both. And I was saying, you know, that's a real tough call. You know, you hate to lose a pitcher like Strasburg, but you also hate to lose a bat like Anthony Rendon. I mean, he was clutch for us last year. He's a big time, big time hitter for us. And then yeah. he's also good in the outfield. He's a good third baseman as well. So that's going to be definitely a big loss for us. I mean, we got a couple of guys that's going to try to fill that void. Um, one of our top prospects, um, Caribou, who came up last year, and he's going to try to play third base. Another guy that they signed um, came from the Marlins. What's his name? Um, Starlin, Starlin Castro. They said he can play second yeah, or third yeah. base, so he's probably going to try to um, gonna be some competition there at the third base position. But it's, it's going to be tough losing Anthony Rendon. I mean, because at least when we lost Bryce Harper, we had guys like Soto and um, Adam Eaton and Michael A. Taylor and uh, Victor Robles that could kind of fill that void, so to speak. So we kind of had some guys in place. We really don't have a, a set, like, third baseman. We got some guys that are going to try to fill that void, but we don't have a definitely, like, sure thing at third base. He's definitely yeah. going to be missed. But going out there to the Angels with Mike Trout and those guys, he's going to kill it out there. That, that was a very good move for the for the Angels. He's going to do very, very well over there. And, it's a, and that's a good market for him, too, because Anthony Rendon, he's not a big, flashy guy. And that, and it's like with Anaheim, you know, this is kind of a low-key market, so I think he'll do well there as well. So it won't be a whole lot of big spotlight. Like, if he went to, like, say, the Dodgers or something like that. But good move for the Angels and kind of a tough move for the for the Nationals. They're going to, you know, definitely going to miss him for sure. So how do you, how do you feel about it? Agreed. Yeah. 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 Well, I mean, because like I said, you know, when we started doing the show last season, um, last season and everything like that, and, you know, the, the more you talked about uh, the Nationals and everything, so I kind of was paying a little bit more attention to them because, mm-hmm. uh, of course, I can't pay attention to, you know, the teams down here. Or anything. <laughs> um, <laughs> but, um, so, yeah, right. So, um, yeah, I mean, he, he did stand – he was a standout, standout player. He was, like, one of the top, you know, offense and, you know, defensive players. So, but I think, too – you can lose Rendon and replace him, you know, as far as the fielding and mm-hmm. in the lineup. But Strasburg is one of those type of pitches you can't just easily replace. That's so true. in a way, true, yeah. I, to me personally, I think that, you know, the Nationals made the right decision by keeping Strasburg. Mm-hmm. And I'm pre- I know they wasn't happy to let Rendon go, but mm-hmm. at the same time, they can always – get somebody, you know, or a couple of guys to kind of pick up that slack. So, mm-hmm. yeah, yeah, you definitely, it's definitely since that was a big reason they won the World Series because of that pitching rotation. You all, pitching is always so big and huge when it comes to baseball. Like I said, you can find, you know, a guy, you know, to kind of play, you know, for that void at third base. They may not be Anthony Rendon, but they can at least be, you know, serviceable at that position. You're not finding a Steven Strasburg, you know, everywhere. Guys like that, they ain't just grown on trees, so... I can definitely, even though it sucks no. losing Rendon, I understand them going, you know, the pitching route and just kind of letting, you know, Rendon head out to Anaheim. So I, I understand where they're going with, with that one, basically. Oh. Yeah, and the Nationals, too, they, um, like I said, they lost Rendon, but they're bringing back Strasburg. They bring, they brought back Zimmerman on a one-year deal. They brought the catcher back, Jan Gomes. Um, they've got Eric Thames. He used to play with the Milwaukee Brewers. They got him on a one-year deal. He's going to play first base. Uh, Stalin Castro, who came from the Marlins. They got him on a two-year deal. 
And they're bringing back Daniel Hudson and Will Harris for the bullpen. So, like I said, they lost Rendon, but they pretty much got the core of their team coming back. So I'm 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 I'm, ha- I'm happy for that. I'm happy for that most definitely, man. But um, any other thoughts on any of the offseason moves or anything? Any thoughts? Well, I'll just say that you see how the Marlins they they let go anybody that's like considered one of their better players. They just let them go. You know, oh yeah, they—they—they—they—they—they—they—they—they—they—they—they—they—they—they—they—they—they—they—they—they—they—they—they—they—they—they—they—they—they—they—they—they—they—they—they—they—they—they—they—they—they—they—they—they—they—they—they—they—they—
If it ain't broke, don't break it. Mm-hmm. I say it one more time. If it ain't broke, don't break it. Yeah, a little louder like, for those out there. What the are track. they doing? <laughs> if it ain't broke, don't break it. There what is go. wrong with these people? I don't like, like who, who is who is who. Comes up with this okay. stuff, man. Like, who's coming up with some of these ideas? I mean, that makes no sense at all. I understand, you know, wanting to tweak things and advance the game. I understand all that, but this, uh, no way. No so, way and man. well, I, and I wonder, like, I wonder how the how the players feel about this. That's the thing. How are the players feeling about that? Because, like I say, I don't think I honestly don't think that's gonna go over well. That's, that's just gonna be a hot mess. It's gonna be a hot mess if that actually goes through. So yeah, jeez. Yeah, that's yeah. definitely something. That, something <sighs> another thing for us to okay. keep an eye on this um this upcoming season, man. <laughs> Anything yeah. Else? Yeah. Anything else? Uh, yeah. Any other thoughts on that? No, no. Because if I keep going, I'm gonna end up giving myself a headache. So. <laughs> we don't want that. First episode out. No, first episode back. We don't want you to have no headache, man. So yeah. We'll move on, man. So, so spring training is underway for um for all the teams in baseball right now. With the season being right around the corner, opening day for the Nationals. Um, the home opener anyway is. April 2nd, I plan to be on that where they raise the banner and everything for our World Series Championship, so I'm definitely looking forward to that. And correct me if I'm wrong, I remember last year, you said you've never been to an opening day, have you? You've been to opening day before? You said no? Nope, I've never been to an opening day. I've been to spring training games um, back in the day. I, I didn't get, haven't had the opportunity to go to the ones that's going on now because mm-hmm. of work and everything, but when I was younger, I had the opportunity. Because matter of fact, where I used to live, um, used to be um, right next to a be- the where they used to have the spring training down here, mm-hmm. um, and everything. Because it used to be where it's a road. They actually named after Hank Aaron, um, and everything. And that's where the baseball spring training was. And oh, I live cool. like I live like literally right next to to the um, to the field. Mm-hmm. So so yeah, I had the opportunity. Um, like when I was a kid and everything to go to a couple of those spring training games. But um, since they moved it to where it is now, I haven't had the opportunity. I've been, I've driven past that um, field and everything. It's a real nice field. Mm -hmm. It's a real nice field. Mm -hmm. Um, But I just haven't had a chance to go to like the spring training. And like I said, I haven't been to an opening day game and I highly doubt that I'll be going to any Marlin. Yeah. Yeah. I wouldn't recommend you going to one of them. I'm not going to travel uh, two hours just to see the Marlins, you know, no. play terrible. No, don't, 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 don't waste your time, man. It's, just, it's not worth it at the end of the day. But yeah, I've been to like several, like the past several years. That's kind of been a thing with me and my aunt going to opening day here at uh, Nationals Park. We used to go to a lot of Orioles games too. I can't remember if we went to an Orioles opening day or not. But we used to go to a lot of Orioles games too before the Nationals came in. Camden Yards is a beautiful, beautiful. That's one of the best ballparks in baseball. Beautiful ballpark out there. And uh, Baltimore. I mean, Nationals Park is nice too, but um, Camping Yards got got that old school kind of feel to it. It's really nice, really nice ballpark. But um, yeah, it has that history to it. It does. Yeah. Oh yeah, so many uh, great like Ripken and Eddie Murray. So many greats have played there. Jim Palmer. I mean, it's a lot of history. The Orioles have a lot. You know, they've kind of been struggling in recent years. The Orioles have a lot of you know great history over there. So. But yeah, um, with the season coming up, I just want to kind of get some of your thoughts on maybe some predictions for this upcoming 
upcoming season, like what comes to the divisions and everything, kind of go through each division and kind of give your thoughts on who might win the division this year. You ready? Ready for this? Yep, yep, yep. Cool. So the um, American League East, uh, who you think might end up winning the division this year? Who's your, what's your prediction for the divi- that division this year? Uh, the American League East. I, I still, I, I think, I think the Yankees. I think that's their division right now. The the Rays. Remember last season they started out. Mm-hmm. They they started out pretty good, but then when the Yankees kind of started getting you know getting rolling, everybody was healthy. They just took that division over. So I think now that everybody's coming into the season healthy for the Yankees, I think it's going to be their division from the get-go. Unless something, unless they start getting injuries throughout the season. But as far as right now, I think it's the Yankees to lose. I'm with you there. Long they, long they, like I say, long they stay healthy, that's definitely their division for the taking. Especially with the addition of Cole and that pitching rotation. And if Judge and Stanton stay healthy, I mean, it's, it's their division, man, without question. Let's see. The American League Central. Um, any predictions for that division this year? Uh, let's see here. Um, well, since the Twins took it last season, I, I, I mean, I don't see any changes there, really. Mm-hmm. Um, because I think we kind of joked about last season with, like, well, actually both Centrals, for both uh, leagues. It's kind of one of those, you know, it's always kind of been one of those leagues like, meh. You know, one of nobody, those divisions. Nobody, like, nobody really like you know stands out in that league. Yeah, so I, I think I think the Twins are still they'll they'll be the kings of the AL Central. So yeah, I can see the Twins. If anybody takes it, maybe the Indians, maybe possibly. But I'm I'm with you. I'm thinking it's definitely gonna be the be the Twins. Like I said, back in the day when the Indians had some really good teams with uh, Kenny Lofton and Manny Ramirez, yep. Jim Tomei. That was when that division was kind of popping, but here recently, it's kind of, eh, you know, that's whoever. Oh, yo, you can't eat. Oh, go no, I was just going to say real quick, you can't forget uh, Mo Vaughn, too. So. Yes, yeah. that's right. I forgot about, yes, Mo yeah. Vaughn. Yes, he was another one. Another yeah. good player, so. Okay, the American League West. Um, in mm. that division. Well, I don't think it's going to be that. So, I mean, this is an opportunity for the athletics to kind of get back, you know, in their ways. And plus, I think the Angels are going to be a lot better um, this season, too. So, I probably say, like I say, it's, it's probably like a toss up between the athletics and the Angels, I think, taking over um, that division. Yeah, I'm gonna go with the Angels. I think with the addition of Rendon and that lineup over there, I think they're definitely gonna end up taking that division. But I wouldn't, I wouldn't be surprised if the A's, you know, was in the mix too. It's gonna be one of those two. But I'm gonna go. I'm gonna go Angels for that. Now over to the um, National League East. Predictions on that division. Well, I mean, even though, even though the Braves they won the division, but. They didn't win the freaking World Series That's because right. no, the team, the, the team that I basically I did for Dick that would so uh, the, your Nationals right. That's right. So I, I I'm gonna say that because I mean the Nationals did get off to like somewhat of a slowish start and that's probably why they didn't win the division that's last year. That's probably why. Oh yeah. Mm-hmm. But you know 
sometimes you don't always have to win the division to, you know, do what they did. So, um, so I, I think it's still going to be like a tough race between the Nationals and the Braves, but I wouldn't be surprised if the Nationals actually win the division this year. So, yeah, same here. I'm going with them, but like I said, it's going to be. It's gonna, I think it's going to come down to them and the them and the Braves. Most definitely. No, it's definitely not that team that down your way. Mexican, yeah, yeah. Phillies, you know, uh, you know they're kind of they're kind of like hit or miss with them. But I think it's definitely gonna come down to the Braves and Nationals. But I like of course, I'm going. I'm going with my Nats to take it this year. Hopefully, they get off to a better start. But like I said, sometimes it's not always how you start; it's how you finish. At the end of the day, and that was right. the Nats perfect example yeah, with the Nats last year. And, and it's funny too, because remember, you remember the episode? You remember the episode we was recording when, in, in the playoffs and everything, and, and the Nationals was down. And I was like, "Hey, just just relax." Just relax. <laughs> That's right. Yes, you did. Yes, you did. Everything gonna work out fine, That's and right. it worked you're, you're out. You were the voice of reason for me a lot of times in the playoffs. I was like, "Oh, here we go, here we go." You were the voice of reason for me, man. <laughs> and I appreciate you, man. I appreciate you. Yeah, yeah. I'm, 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 like, I'm like Aaron Rodgers. Just relax. Just relax. Just... There you go. There we go. Good man. Uh, National League Central. Thoughts on um, this division for the upcoming season? Well, I mean, looking at how things kind of went last season, I mean, the Cardinals did win the division, but the mm-hmm. Brewers, they was right there. Mm-hmm. So, neck and neck. Eh, yeah, so that's, I think, that's going to be like a, it's basically, for me, I think it's going to be who gets out to the best start and who maintains throughout the course of the season between those two. So, yeah, I mean, like I said, it's going to be very interesting. I could see them taking it again, but like I said, Cardinals taking it again, but I also could see the Brewers kind of stepping up. Like I said, it's going to be one of those divisions, once again, it's going to be neck and neck. It's going to come down to the wire. It's going to be one of those two teams, either the Brewers or the um, Cardinals. And now, the um, last but not least, the NL West. Thoughts on this division for this upcoming season? Well, I mean, freaking Dodgers just just they they put a <laughs> like a they put a chokehold on that division. Pretty, pretty they, they had a chokehold and, and did not let go. And it just it just kind of sucks that they did that and then they get to the postseason did absolutely jack. So exactly, um, got beat by my Nationals. <laughs> yeah, exactly right. So which everybody was kind of they was surprised by that, but I wasn't. No, but, you, um, you actually predicted that. You made you made that yeah. prediction. You did. Yeah, I mean, they, they were the Seattle Mariners from years past. You know, early 2000s, winning 115 games and blah blah blah. Oh, you know, we got um, we got Suzuki Ichiro and you know whatnot, mm-hmm. and then and then and then what happened? They get to the postseason, lose in the first round. Like, really? What the hell? Mm-hmm. But what, what's up with that? But but I still I don't see. I mean, the only thing from that division I see happening really is that. Maybe the Giants and the Diamondbacks get a little bit better, but mm-hmm. it's still the Dodgers division. I think so, so, especially with them adding David Price and Mookie Betts over there too. That's yeah. just giving them even more firepower. So, exactly. I definitely, I so. definitely see you know Magic's Dodgers, you know, dominating that division once again. Yeah, but hopefully this this season they they you know they'll do a little something in the playoffs. Hopefully maybe. so. Like I say, you had it all that great regular season. You win the division to get to the postseason. Don't even get out the, out the first round. So hopefully they have better luck this time around. Yeah, we'll see. We'll we, see. we will see. We will see. Um, two more things before we wrap up here. Any predictions on uh, MVP and Cy Young winner for this upcoming season? 
as far as MVP, um, no prediction yet with that. But mm-hmm. um, as far as the Cy Young goes, um, I'm going to put your boy out there, uh, Mad Max. Oh, yeah. Sir. Yeah, he's been I'm, in the, I'm, the past couple seasons. So. Yeah, I'm, I'm, I'm going to put him up there, especially, like I say, with everything that happened with him last season and everything. So, mm-hmm. yeah, I, I, I think and he's already, like, excited, I think, for this coming season. Yeah, you season, saw that post so. I saw you, man. He's looking yeah, good, man. Yeah, yeah. That picture with us, that was nasty, man. He's he ready to go. <laughs> so, I, I think I think he's going to, you know, he's going to get, get a side on this year. Yeah. I wouldn't be surprised if he won it. Or I wouldn't be surprised if, you know, Steven Strasburg won it. Because, like, see, you see how dominant yeah. he was in the postseason? I think... I wouldn't be surprised if either one of those guys, you know, were in the mix for Cy Young. That's, it. That's true. Either, yeah, either one of your, your aces. And like I said, you got you got two aces, really. So. Mm-hmm. Yeah, that we do. And we talked about this off air. We didn't, you know, talk about it on here. But um, like how John Smoltz was talking about, you know, yeah. his their pitching staff, you know, with him, Glavin, and Smoltz, him, Glavin, and um, Maddox, comparing it to our pitching staff, our big three with Corbin, Scherzer, and Strasburg. I mean... Like I say, honestly, like I told you before, man, it's that's a toss-up. I mean, you can't can you go wrong with any one of those rotations? I mean, those are three of the top pitchers in you know the game. I mean, you can't go wrong with any of those rotations. If you have those three guys at the top of your rotation, you're gonna win a lot of ball games. Yeah, and I mean, unfortunately, with the Braves, it didn't attribute to a lot of postseason success because when when the three of them were together in Atlanta. You only got one World Series out of that. Mm-hmm. So, and, you know, it would have been nice if they would have got it. I mean, they went to a few, but you only got one win out of that. Mm-hmm. So, it would have been nice if they would have won more World Series. I think they, they could have, they should have, in my oh, opinion. Definitely. Some of those teams that they had, man. Yeah. So, but, I mean, and, and that's a team, too, that the pitching didn't change so much because, I mean, you had. Your, your four was Steve Avery. He was he was your fourth, really. Um, but then they I think they lost him. I forgot who replaced him. But even with that, as long as you still had Maddox, Glavin, and Smokes, you was good. But the the offense, you know, the lineup that was like a freaking musical chairs type thing that was going on in the nineties. Mm-hmm. Mm-hmm. But it didn't really matter because you had that pitching. So I mean, and and for Smokes to say that he he thinks that. That you know this new big three was better. I mean, that's that's kind of hard to really say because if you put if you put Smokes, Glavin, Maddox in today's era, you know on the same on the same team wherever or whatnot. I mean, like I say with today's current players or whatnot. Mm-hmm. Versus the players you had in in the '90s, what they was going against, which was quote unquote a lot of the steroid era. Mm-hmm, so mm-hmm. and and they dominated a lot of them guys. So oh, yeah. where where today, where the guys is as far as we know is not on the juice. You know, right. we as far as we know, as far as we know, right, right. I don't think I don't think that they would. It, that um, Strasburg and uh, Serzer and Corbin it would be considered so much more better. I don't think so. Yeah, it's just I, too- I don't. I don't think so either. I mean, like I say, like I say, it's it'd be a little more even keel. Like I say, it's hard to say because yeah. different time, different game, different hits. Everything's kind of different now, so it's kind of hard to compare. 
you know, our guys in this era compared to those guys in that area in the 90s and everything, it's hard to really, you know, compare. But I kind of get what he was saying, but it's it's kind of yeah. it's kind of hard it's kind of hard to say. Cuz I mean in, in a in a way, it's almost like a backhanded compliment to his teammates in a way to say, yeah. "Oh, you know, we we're not as good as what these guys." It's like, well, "Wait a minute, now y'all was considered you know, you guys were the big three. Oh, yeah. Because, you know, back then you didn't have, you might have had two, mm-hmm. but you didn't really have three, you know, well, ace pitchers. Aces, pitches. Yeah, they could have been yeah. aces on most team staff. You had like one, two, three. You had, you had three aces on your staff. Yes. And then for Smokes to do what he did later on in his career, switch from being a starting pitcher to being a freaking closer. Yeah, exactly. So, how, many, how many pitchers can say they, they've done that on the course of their career? Yeah. Exactly. So, like I say, it, it was almost when you, you know, when you sent me that and everything, and I read, I was like, you know, it's kind of like, like in a way, you putting down Glavin and Maddox, really, mm. by saying and, and yourself in a way, be, in a way. But I mean, I understand, you know, you want to, you want to try to promote the new guys and everything like that. But at the same time, it, I think he should. If, if it was me personally, I probably would said, hey, they. When I when I see those guys, they remind me a lot of what we were. Mm-hmm. Then that way, it's not a it's not a slight to right, my guys. Exactly, exactly. It's kind of paying respect to both both sides, yeah. you know, without like slighting yeah. anybody. Yeah, yeah, I get that. I but, definitely, but get but, that. but it's still it's still a great compliment. However, we decide to slice it oh, and view it. Definitely, view definitely. Comparing that, that's that's definitely that's like the ultimate compliment, man. Yeah. So. Yeah. Now, do you think, um, like, on the back end of their career, could you see, like, a Scherzer or Strasburg doing, like, what Smoltz did, being, like, a closer? Could you see that? Because, like I said, that's a rare thing. You see a guy being a, you know, top-line starter and making that transition to the closer role. Because that's, you know, totally different mindset, totally, you know, different atmosphere, making that adjustment from being a full-time starter to being, you know, that last guy coming out in the ninth inning, you know, to close out a game. You, could you see any one of those guys making that transition, like, toward the end of their career or doing that? Or do you, or do you don't think so? I probably could see Strasburg doing that more so than Max. I think if Max realized, like, hey, they want to try to push me to be in the clothes, he'd probably be like, oh, I'm retired. I'm retired. I'm not no closer. I'm I'm mad freaking Max Scherzer, That's damn it. You know, something like <laughs> Closer? Look, I ain't, I ain't Mario, Mariano Rivera. No. Like, say it, man. I'm a starter. Like, no. <laughs> I'm going to retire if that's what y'all want to do to me. So. <laughs> oh, man. Oh, man. So, um, anything else before we wrap up out of here? I think I got covered pretty much everything I wanted to cover. Anything else you want to discuss? No, I mean, we pretty much covered it because I, I, I mean, I was going to mention that about what Smoke said anyway. So, yeah. So, we, we pretty much covered everything. Especially, you know, making our return, you know, or whatnot. Yeah, like I said, it's good to be back and look forward to the Look forward to the upcoming season. So, Jay, as we wrap up here, anything you would like to plug and promote? Uh, well, uh, as far as for the network, uh, I do just want to say um, that now that uh, this show, along with, of course, the TV Zone Podcast Network, we are now on Anchor. Um, that is the whole site now for us, uh, which means that now... We're also on Spotify, and we're still on iTunes, Apple Podcasts, whatever you want to call it. We're also on uh, Google Podcasts as well, and countless other podcasts that we're now, uh, sites, apps, I should say, 
that we're now a part of as well. So I feel like now we're going to be even hitting like a broader range of uh, podcast listeners who listen to those types. So that's just something I want to promote. So uh, you can hear the Grand Slam podcast and all the other podcasts as a part of the network on those other um, podcasting apps. But like I said, Anchor now is our new home. Cool, cool. Very cool. That's awesome, man. And guys, as far as I'm concerned, you can follow me on Twitter at Moneymaker Chris, as well as Instagram, DC Sports Fan 23. Uh, follow this show's official Twitter page at Slam underscore podcast. I've been tweeting out for all throughout the offseason, so I'll continue to tweet as the season goes along. Um, check out my writing on medium.com slash at Broken Moneymaker, as well as my Facebook page for my writing, The Cash In, talking all things sports, pop culture, wrestling related. Uh, check out Football and Friends as well. I do all my football talk. Recently had my one year anniversary for Football and Friends. I'm going to start getting back into writing some articles. I got a buddy helping me out. Going to talk about some of the upcoming off-season moves. Um, I have my anniversary shirt available. You can get that um, at storefrontier.com slash writer315. Follow my Instagram page. Um, support my green 23. The link's there in the bio if you want to get my anniversary shirt. Also other t-shirts, hoodies, and other products that I have available also still got towels wristbands ink pens and some other shirts that are available i take cash app and paypal for those you can hit me up on any of my social medias if you're interested in any of that stuff and that is all for me jay glad to be back man um any last words Oh, looking forward to a great season and of course gotta end it with the classic sandlot line of Play ball. There we go, man. Glad to be back. Look forward to the upcoming season. You guys take care and peace out. Peace.